Hey, Pastor Adam here from Faith on Hill Church. Every so often we do these sort of sermon extras because there's this idea that we're kind of dancing around uh, in, the, in the part of the Bible that we're studying, but it's not the main idea of what we're talking about Sunday morning. Uh, so I record these little sermon extras. And right now I want to talk about how do we know if what we believe is the true Christian message. Because for the last several weeks, we've talked about how Job's friends generally wanted good things for Job, but they had bad theology, bad doctrine, bad beliefs, and they believed things like good people never suffer. They did not believe in an active enemy, the devil, demonic presence, and so they didn't factor that in as a part of what could be going on in Job's life. They assumed that anyone who was suffering was suffering because of secret sin and, and maybe this like kind of version of karma. And we've been talking about how that's not the case. How there are good people who do suffer because we live in a broken world of suffering. There are wicked people who don't suffer, who literally seem to get away with murder, who nothing seems to affect them. We know that there are supernatural forces at work, that something bad happens. It's not just because of what God is doing or what people is doing, but there is also demonic powers and the work of the enemy, Satan the accuser, and his forces. So how do we know if what we believe is true? Because Job's friends believed that they had the true doctrine as best as they understood it, and they applied that in their lives accordingly. I would say this, like we said a couple of weeks ago, we need to have theological humility. This idea that says that, you know what, as best as we understand it, this is the teachings of the Christian faith. And at the same time, to have a certain amount of humility to say, you know what, maybe we don't have this all figured out. Next is a tool that I think is incredibly helpful. And it actually comes from our tradition of churches. Our church is part of what's called the Wesleyan tradition, meaning there was this guy back in the day, several hundred years ago, named John Wesley, lived in England. And in England, in his time, he said, we have to get serious about our faith. We have to get serious about preaching the gospel. We have to be serious about living according to the word of God. And many in the Church of England didn't have any interest in that. And so he broke off and formed Methodism and our group of churches uh, was heavily influenced by John Wesley and, and Methodism. And so that was kind of our heritage. And Wesley had this thing that's, it's called the Wesleyan Quadrilateral. And through the magic of video editing, if you're watching the video version, it's going to be popping up next to me, an image of the quadrilateral. But you can search on Google, Wesley and quadrilateral. You don't even have to know how to spell quadrilateral because that predictive text will figure it out. But the Wesleyan quadrilateral says this. There's different ways to establish the teachings of the Christian church. Some people base it all on church history or tradition. Some people base everything that they believe within Christianity on their own experience. I experienced this, therefore that must be. I haven't had a charismatic experience, therefore the Holy Spirit of God is not working as he did in the book of Acts. Or, I did have a charismatic experience, therefore everyone to have a true experience with the Holy Spirit must have something like I had. Both of those positions are extreme, and both of them are incorrect, by the way. Others say, you know what, I can just reason. I can read the scripture, and with my own reasoning, I can figure out what 
the Christian faith says. That's the kind of person who says, all I need is me and my Bible and I'm good to go. The problem is that sometimes our reasoning is wrong or it's inaccurate or there's some piece that we are missing. So what Wesley said is, we have the scripture, we have the Bible, that is our foundation. But we're not so foolish as to think that there aren't other things that influence. So we have history or tradition, we have reason, and we have experience. And those three things help us to filter our understanding of the Word of God. I would add a, an extra element is that we have each other. Where my reasoning breaks down, the reasoning of others can come in. Where my understanding of tradition is limited, and there are people who think they know a whole lot about church history or church tradition, and they only know a small sliver. But others can bring in and fill in the gaps. Where my experience has only been one thing, others who have a different experience can come in and speak. So I would add that within all this, there is that extra element of each other. So all that to say is, when I say, hey, I want to know, am I like Job's friends? And I know or don't know the true teachings of the Christian faith. I come back to this basic framework. I have the Bible. That's the foundation. I can read church history and church tradition, and I can get insight from previous generations of believers. And there are plenty of resources out there uh, that you, know, you can check out and experience and be part of. And if you want some suggestions, uh, feel free to reach out. I have no, no trouble giving you some suggestions. I can also use my brain. I can use the brain God gave me to say, wait a minute, something's not right in that. And I want to get to the truth. And I can use the experience as God brings me along in my faith journey and as I interact with others. And as we have each other, as we have the Word of God as our foundation, as we have history and tradition, reason and experience, we can continue to refine our understanding. This is why I don't accept church tradition as being uh, equal to the Bible the way that, that some do. Because there are times when the church has got it wrong. The church has been wrong in America about slavery. It was wrong. The largest denomination in America was started as a pro-slavery denomination. They were wrong. There have been times when the church has been wrong about other things too. There are times where the church has been wrong about this thing or that thing. And so church tradition is limited. And we have to understand that it subjugates itself to the word of God. It subjugates itself to reason. It subjugates itself to experience. But then somebody else say, well, this is my experience. And that's going to be how I live out my understanding of the Bible. Forgetting that we've only lived a small section of human history. Let's say you live to be 100 years old. But the Bible is thousands and thousands of years old. Church history and human experience goes back for thousands and thousands of years. So for me in my small amount of time, 100 years or less, to think that I could have it all figured out with my experience would be hubris and arrogance and foolishness. So again, we come back to this question. Job's friends were toxic to him because they were wrong in their theology. How can I be right? Theological humility says that I'm not going to have it all right. And that's going to soften things that I, I'm going to be firm on on secondary issues. And I can know, hey, you know what? There are things that are primary issues, who Jesus is, how you get to heaven, and those I stand firm on. 
secondary issues about you know sovereignty versus free will when or if the rapture happens all of these other things I'm not going to fight. How did God create the world? Did he do it in literal six days? Did he use evolutionary means? Was it some, something kind of in between? I don't know. But I'm not going to fight over these things to the detriment of others. And I'm going to remember that we have each other to speak into each other's lives and that history and tradition can inform, experience can inform, reason can inform, but all of them are subject to the dominance of the will or the word of God in living out the will of God in my Christian faith. This was not meant to be a be-all, end-all. This is an overview discussion, just as our study of the book of Job is an overview discussion. But hopefully it spurs questions, and we can have conversations as a church family from these questions. God bless you. We'll see you next Sunday morning, online or in person at 10.30 a.m. In person at Faith on Hill, on Hill Road in the Milwaukee, Oak Grove, and Gladstone area, and online at faithonhill.com and the other podcast and streaming platforms that we're a part of.